Amy, we've got a bunch of little nieces and nephews between us, but we've also got a catch-all gift that all of our siblings love for their newborns. You're totally right, and it's Pampers Swaddlers, because Pampers Swaddlers wick wetness away to keep babies drier and subsequently parents happier. Pampers Swaddlers absorb wetness better versus the leading value brand and provide up to 100% leak-proof skin protection and up to 0% skin irritation. Pampers Swaddlers are dermatologist approved by the Skin Health Alliance. They're hypoallergenic and they're free of parabens and latex. Now you can try Swaddlers with new Pampers Free and Gentle Wipes for healthy baby skin. These wipes won't tear. In fact, they grip mess, shall we say, more firmly and clean better, leaving baby skin dry, soft, and smooth. For trusted protection, trust Pampers, the number one pediatrician recommended brand. Download the Pampers Club app today and earn Pampers cash. Redeem your Pampers cash for exclusive Pampers coupon savings and rewards. Only redeemable via Pampers Club. Pampers Cash has no cash value. Welcome to Ask Amy from What Fresh Hell Laughing in the Face of Motherhood, solving your parenting dilemmas one question at a time. This week's question is from Misuk, who says, Right now we're all eating at home for basically every meal, which means the kitchen work is way up, but I am not getting the help I need from my husband and kids, and when I start yelling about it, I'm the crazy person. I cannot take all of this on myself. Help. Misuk, were you in my kitchen last night? This is exactly what's going on for me. And I have two teenage boys. So I mean, like the the eating is constant. The dishes are constant. Um, my husband is a big fitness guy. So he also eats constantly. And everybody's working from home, except there's no sweet green and there's no cafeteria. And there's none of the things that any of us are used to. And we're hitting a a wall on this. Yes. Like there's a mess. And when my kids like help, which I keep realizing I'm using that word and I should not be using the word help. They're not helping me. They're cleaning up after themselves and I'm cleaning up after myself. At least that's the goal we're moving toward, but we're not there yet. Part of the problem in our house is that, uh, my kids get like a hot lunch at school or whatever. And they sort of like turn up their noses at cold cuts for lunch or peanut butter sandwiches. And so the first thing we're a little bit stuck on is what will you have for lunch? Like that's the first thing that they fight about. Like there's nothing in the house. And then when I say, what would you want? Well, I don't know, like whatever stuff, food. So one thing that's helped for me is to put my kids in charge of the the first part of the kitchen thing, which is what do you want to have in the kitchen? What do you wish was here for you when you walked out at 12.15 to get your lunch and to um, have them, you know, make a list of what they want. Like there's empanadas at school and you like them? Fine, put frozen empanadas on the grocery list. The next thing, of course, is teaching them to learn how to make it. And this is where, yes, like I'm going to 11 in my head, but I have to take a step back. Like one of my teenagers had to be taught how to turn on a burner in an oven yesterday and then I turn it back off. And then if you hear that tick, 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 that doesn't mean it's, uh, <laughs> doesn't mean it's off means it's definitely not off. Um, that's not only my teenager's fault. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's showing me how helpless I have allowed them to be in some ways. So the first step is to figure out what you want. The second step is to have them do it with you and then they can start doing it for themselves. But that's still not talking about what you're asking about, which is the cleanup thing. 
again, like there are many steps to the cleanup, right? The first thing is the bowl on the desk has to be brought to the kitchen and put in the dishwasher, not on the counter, not on the sink. As I like to say, you get a zero for that. That doesn't help me. It needs to go in the dishwasher. We're doing that. But to go from zero to 100 on this is probably excessive expectations on my part. My husband has given me a little bit of good advice on this, which is like to leave it, to not be so on top of it. So that's what I've been trying. And then when somebody says we're out of bowls, then they own the problem. When somebody walks into the kitchen and says, what's for dinner? That person becomes the person who's in charge of deciding what's for dinner. And I can help that person execute, but they said it, they own it. It's been helping a little bit. And, and for me, it's been letting go of expectations a little bit. Like, yeah, my kitchen's a little bit messier right now. And I'm, you know, cleaning bathrooms and doorknobs and things more often. And that might mean the dirty dishes sit until tomorrow. And that has to be okay right now. I think some of this is about giving myself grace. But some of this, yes, is owning that, yes, it's not fair to expect that as the kitchen work ramps up significantly over the next foreseeable while that it's going to be on us to be in charge all of this. And of course the whiteboard, like Margaret said, helps. The list helps. I put tasks up on the board. We have a whiteboard in our kitchen right now with mostly kitchen stuff and some stuff like laundry and stuff that has to be done too. And there's chores that are sort of individual uh, one time, I mean, and then there are chores like the dishwasher always needs to be loaded or unloaded. The the pantry always needs to be somewhat organized. The grocery list always has to be checked. I'm just leaving that stuff up there and making my kids check off a couple each day. This is something where I think we're going to have to learn together, but you're right. You're right that you can't do all this kitchen work yourself and your kids are going to have to figure that out and letting them feel the consequences a little bit might be a faster way to get there than yelling. At least that's what I'm trying right now. I hope it works for you, Misuk. Let us know how it's going. Send us your parenting questions and we might answer yours next. Email us questions at whatfreshhealthpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. Are you overwhelmed by the things that get in the way of you doing what you want to do? Are you looking for ways to simplify life to better align with your values? Do you want to create space in your schedule so you have room for more of the good stuff? Play, joy, relationships, gratitude, and more? If you answered yes to any of these questions, I invite you to check out Edit Your Life, a podcast to help you edit the unnecessary from your life so you have more room to enjoy the awesome. Through episodes with me, Christine Co, and a range of super smart, compassionate, and thoughtful guests, you'll come away with big picture insights and practical ways to declutter your home, schedule, and mental space without getting bogged down by perfection. I have always believed that small moments and actions matter tremendously. My goal is to help you find agency and space in your life through doable baby steps that will leave you feeling accomplished instead of overwhelmed. Check out Edit Your Life wherever you enjoy your podcasts. Oh, hey, everybody. It's us, Blair and Molly, your old pals from Toddler Purgatory. 
two moms who are also actors, who are also creative beings, who sometimes feel stuck. And this is our new podcast, Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. What happens when your creative spark just seems to disappear? Gone. Poof. Bye. See ya. What happens when life gets in the way of your creativity instead of nourishing it? That's what happened to Molly and me. We felt like the thing that drove us creatively stopped working and impending doom had in fact impended. Totally. So we decided to do something about it. And that was steal ideas about getting unstuck from the most creative people we can find. We talked to guests about how to break through the mucky, gluey, sticky wall that can get between you and your creativity. We hear about their journeys, their successes, their challenges, and even their bougie coffee shop orders. And we're not just talking Bob Ross-type paint-on-paper artists here, though we talk to them too. We're talking to actors, creative directors, dancers, and people who are working hard to be their best creative selves in a world that can sometimes feel real uncreative. We all have something to teach each other, so let's steal their ideas together. Join us, won't you, as we deep dive into how to unstick ourselves from the life gunk that can get in the way of our creative freedom. Pandemics, school calendars, world events, lack of sleep, oh, get out of their life gunk. And let's get back to your best creative self. Subscribe to Unsticking It with Blair and Molly. You're not going to want to miss an episode. Unsticking It with Blair and Molly, because sometimes life sucks. Unsticking